I make this as an offering to the three treasures of the Buddhism of the true cause of the sowing. We pray that the power, beneficence, and influence ever more widely prevail. Nom Welcome back, friends, to another edition of Soka Gakkai, becoming a Nichiren Shoshu member. I'm your host, Zan Zan. I used to be a Soka Gakkai member for 10 years and asked a lot of questions and found the answers in the teachings of Nichiren Shoshu and definitely found the true teachings of Nichiren Shonen in Nichiren Shoshu. I'm done singing the song, Sensei, and buying colorful books uh, that are made-up theories by Daisaku Ikeda. And all of his speeches and his unhealthy snacks that he sends people. Oh, I'm, I'm so happy that I don't have to read another page of the New Human Revolution and think it will bring my enlightenment when it talks so much about photo opportunities and donations of schools. Oh, I'm so happy. I feel so much relief. I wish that upon you, if you're a Sokogakai member. You get that relief, too. You really, you really exit a busybody frequency and you enter a peaceful, unshakable state that even as the obstacles arise, you know that Gongyo is strong enough to really make you feel better again. Whereas the five-minute Gongyo, I mean, no. <laughs> five-minute Gongyo. Ten-minute even. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Ten-minute Gongyo. No. No, 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 no. Maybe in the morning, Gongyo takes us about 35, 40 minutes. And channel to show it I after, 50 minutes or so, maybe an hour. And that's that's just morning, Gongyo. Some people are like, some people are like, oh, no. And some people are like, oh, cool. And some people are thinking, wow, I wonder what type of strong person that makes when they add that much chanting to their life. I hope there are more of the third type out there than anyone. Because that's that's where I was when I heard that there was a longer Gongyo when I was in the Sokugakai, and I, I heard that the original Gongyo was longer. I, I was kind of mad. It, was, it wasn't in the bookstore. I couldn't find it anywhere. Only older members from Nichiren Shoshu days that were Sokugakai, they'd give me their old, outdated, dusty, but still um, correctly made uh, original Gongyo books. I mean, some of them had SGI prayers in them, with the uh, original ceremonies, and then some of them had older Nichiren Shoshu prayers in them. I mean, it was interesting. Once I started chanting to find them, people would just would just pop up. Like, oh, look, there's another one. Kind of like when you're foraging for for uh, fungi, you're like, oh, look, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. Just like fungi, you're like, what is this? What, should I touch it? Is it going to hurt me? I remember just being so entrenched in the Sokogakai and so confused and doing all kinds of things that confuse you even more so. That I even threw one away one time. Because I was like, oh, this is... No, I can't do this. Man, that was a terrible... It's like, all of a sudden, you could hear a mirror break in the background, and then like the music turned drastic. 
and the, the camera angle turned to its side and everything turned black and white. It was terrible. Oh, it was terrible. I'll never throw away another... Uh, <laughs> never throw away another Gongya book, for sure. In fact, you can send them back to the temples uh, when they are a bit tattered. And, yeah, I mean, if you want to. Isn't that wonderful? You don't have to throw away a Gongya book. Yeah, so we're going to be reading from the Doctrines and Practices of Nichiren Shoshu. We're going to be on page 21, chapter 4, Hoshaku Kempon. Discarding the Provisional Identity and Revealing the True Identity. The Tatsunokuchi Persecution. Nichiren Daishonin suffered many persecutions simply because of his efforts to propagate the true law. There were four major persecutions and countless minor ones. Among them, the Tatsunokuchi persecution was truly, has truly profound significance. This event was the Hoshaku Kempon of Nichiren Daishonin, where he discarded his provisional identity and revealed his true identity. On January 18th, in the fifth year of Bunai, 1268, the Kamakura government received an official document from Mongolia, Following the expansion of its territory and power in the continents of Asia and Europe, they requested the opening of amicable relations with Japan. However, the real intent behind this request was to make Japan a vassal state. The document implied a military invasion if Japan refused. Thus, the possibility of the disaster of foreign invasion began to materialize as predicted eight years earlier by the Daishonin in his Risho Onkokuron. The Kamakura Shogunate immediately ordered Japan's major temples and shrines to pray for the suppression of the Mongolians. Defense measures were strengthened in the western region to deal with the imminent national crisis. Due to the Daishonin's serious concern, he observed the situation and dispatched the rationale for submitting the Risho on Kokoron, Gosho, page 367, to Hokanbo on April 15, 1268. In this, he stressed that his prediction of the disaster of foreign invasion would very likely come true. He remonstrated with the political leaders, informing them that the only effective preventative measure would be to embrace the true law. He, he also dispatched letters twice in August and September to Yodoya Nudo, but received no reply. The Daishonin then composed 11 more letters of remonstration on October 11th and sent them to various political leaders of the Kamakura Shogunate, such as Hoto Takamune, Yodoya Nudo, and Hinosema Nojo Yoritsuna. In addition, he sent letters demanding a public debate with the religious leaders in the city of Kamakura, such as Kenchoji Doryu and Gokorokuji Rokan. Again, these letters were ignored. However, Gokorokuji Rokan was primarily responsible for spreading rumors about the Daishonin, and also, as a result of this, many powerful leaders in the Hojo clan and their wives or widows began to view the Daishun as evil. A few years passed calmly without any major disturbance. However, in the summer of the eighth year of Bunai, 1271, there was a long drought throughout the nation. The Kamakura shogunate turned to Gakurakaji Rokan, who was the most eminent and widely respected monk and viewed by some even as a living Buddha. The government ordered him to pray for rain. Knowing well Rokan's evil nature, the Daishonin used this opportunity to challenge him. The purpose was to refute Rokan in his heretical teachings and to reveal the correct doctrine of the Lotus Sutra. 
the Daishonin dispatched the following verbal message, quote, If rain falls during the next seven days, I, Nichiren, shall become the disciple of the sage Rokan. However, if no rain, if no rain comes during these seven days, you shall surrender to me. End quote. Gosho, page 1131, 1144. Together with more than 120 disciples, Rokan began his prayer in earnest. They all prayed just as if they were emitting smoke from their heads and lifting up their voices into heaven. End quote. Gosho, page 1131. Beginning on June 18th, they prayed for rain. After seven days, however, no rain had fallen. They prayed for another seven days and more. Until July 14th, excuse me, until July 4th, but not a single drop of rain fell. Instead, a huge gale began to blow, and the populace worried about the appearance of strange, unseasonable weather. Completely defeated, Rokan sought revenge against the Daishonin, and using the name Jokomyoji Gyobin, challenged the Daishonin to a private debate. In his reply, the Daishonin stated, quote, Not in private, but a public debate shall be done after receiving the approval of the Shogunat government. End quote. Gosho, page 472. Again, using the name of Gyobin Rokan, together with other priests, filed a petition of complaint with the government administrative tribunal, accusing the Daishonin of wrongful abuse. In accordance with the legal procedures of the time, the Daishonin was required to submit a response or a counter opinion. The Daishonin submitted a document stating that this petition was totally false. Rokan's plot failed, and they abandoned their plan of attacking the Daishonin publicly. Rokan and his cohorts then tried to turn the wives and the widows of the present and past powerful men into the ruling Hojo clan, such as Hojo Shigetoki and Hojo Tokiori, against the Daishonin. They were repeatedly lied to about the Daishonin's supposed abuses and slanders. Finally, the Kamakura government took punitive measures against the Daishonin. The officials held a series of preliminary meetings to discuss an actual trial in order to penalize him. They requested the Daishonin appear at the administrative tribunal. Heino Seimo Nojo was the officer questioning the Daishonin. In a dignified manner, the Daishonin stated the truth and added the following stern remonstration. Quote, if you irrationally penalize me, Nichiren, the two disasters of internal strife and foreign invasion shall take place, and you shall repent. End quote. Go page 867. The government then secretly decided to execute the Daishonin at Tatsunakuchi. Publicly, however, he was sentenced to banishment to Sato Island. This decision was made utterly disregarding the effective basic law. On the evening of September 12th, Hinosema Nojo and several hundred warriors attacked the Daishonin's lodging. They acted as if they were arresting a dangerous criminal under suspicion of trying to overthrow the nation. Having captured the Daishonin, they put him on horseback and in the dark of night left for Tatsunaguchi. On the way, they came to Wakamiya Avenue in front of the gate of the Hachiman Shrine. The Daishonin alighted from his horse and reprimanded the great Bodhisattva Hachiman. Quote, where is your vow to the Buddha to protect the votary of the Lotus Sutra? Are you truly a god? Nichiren is now on the way to the execution site. Nichiren is, Nichiren is now on the way to the execution site. Hurry up and carry out your mission, vowed at Eagle Peak. End quote. Gosho, page 
1059. They then proceeded to Tatsunakuchi as they approached the gate of the Goryo Shrine. The Daishonin dispatched someone to inform Shijo Kingo, who lived nearby, of what was happening. Shijo Kingo and his three brothers immediately came to the Daishonin. Grasping the reins of his horse, they accompanied the Daishonin to Tatsunakuchi. With tears flowing, Shijo Kingo vowed that if the Daishonin were beheaded, he would take his own life. Arriving at the Tatsunakuchi execution site, Shijo Kingo again burst into tears, saying, Alas, now is the time! However, the Daishonin instructed Kingo in a rather surprising manner, stating, quote, How superficial is your understanding? You should laugh at such an enjoyable event as this. Why do you break the promise you made to me in the past? End quote. Go up to page 1060. Showing Kingo what resolute determination really is, he calmly seated himself at the execution site. Then, at the very moment that the executioner drew his large sword from its scabbard and positioned himself behind the Daishonin, a shining object as large as the moon suddenly flew across the sky from the direction of Inoshima Island. It was in the midst of the deep darkness between the hour of the ox and the hour of the tiger. This object illuminated the faces of all those assembled in Tatsunakuchi. In shock, they simply stared at one another. The executioner was dazed by the dazzling light and fell to the ground. Among the others, some ran terrified as far as one show, and some jumped off their horses and laid face down on the ground while still others remained motionless as they cowered on their horses. All of them were unable to move. The Daishonin loudly urged, quote, What will happen if dawn breaks? You must hurry up and execute me if you wish to do so. Once the day breaks, this scene may be unsightly. End quote. Gosho, page 1060. No one, however, would approach the Daishonin. There was a long silence. The execution attempt was a complete failure, and it was decided that the Daishonin would be held in custody at the residence of Lord Honma at Aichi in Sagami province, presently in Kanagawa prefecture, for the time being. The emergence of the shining object is truly mystic. There has been a lot of speculation about this phenomenon. Some said that it was just a coincidence, that it occurred at the time of the attempted execution. Others said that the object was probably a meteor or a shooting star. There have been scholars who denied the event itself simply because it was scientifically unbelievable. However, we should point out the following two facts. The first is the timing. This mystic phenomenon took place at the very moment of the Daishonin's imminent execution. The second is the attitude of the soldiers. Even though the executioner in charge became dazed and then collapsed, it would only make sense that one of the numerous other soldiers present could perform the execution instead. Strict orders had been given to execute the Daishonin. Why couldn't these gallant samurai warriors carry out their mission? It would have been unthinkable that a strong-willed samurai in the Kamakura period would be unable to execute a prisoner because of a mysterious natural phenomenon. However, this phenomenon was based on the heart of the votary of the Lotus Sutra, which powerfully impacted nature and the universe. In other words, the very moment of this wondrous event was the time that Nichiren Daishonin would reveal his true identity as the Buddha of intrinsically perfect wisdom from Kwan Ganjo, 
or his true identity as the original Buddha of the remotest past. After the Tatsunakuchi persecution, Nichiren Daishonin was banished to Sado Island, where he stated, quote, The person named Nichiren was beheaded during the hours of the rat and the ox on September 12th last year. This is his soul that has reached Sado province, and this soul wrote down this document during the snowy weather in February the following year. Sending it to his close disciples, the readers may well understand how fearful are the difficulties I have suffered, and how fearless my mind was, is, and will be. End quote. Gosho, page 563. 26 high priest Nichikan Shonin discussed this passage in his commentary on the opening of the eyes, Kaimoku Shoguki, regarding the passage, quote, beheaded during the hours of the rat and the ox, end quote. Nichikan Shonin indicated that the hour of the rat was the time that the Daishonin was taken from Kamakura, that the hour of the ox was the time he was seated at the execution grounds at Tatsunakuchi. These are the persecutions described in the Fortitude Kanji, 13th chapter of the Lotus Sutra, as attack us with swords and staves. Kaiketsu, page 375. The statement, quote, this is his soul that has reached subtle province, end quote, corresponds to the passage in the Fortitude chapter, again and again we will be banished. Therefore the Daishonin is the votary of the Lotus Sutra, expounded as, quote, I do not care about my life, I only cherish the supreme way, end quote. The above interpretation is based on the surface meaning of the words. Nijikan Shonen concluded that the true intent of this passage from the Gosho is to reveal the true identity of the Daishonin. He is the original Buddha of Kwan Ganjo, unveiling his twofold provisional identity of a common mortal at the stage of Myoji. Nijikan Shonen states that this passage is explicit proof of the Daishonin's revelation of his true identity. Nijikan Shonen also pointed out that the Buddha's time of enlightenment is between the hours of the ox and the tiger. In reply to Lord Ueno, the Daishonin stated, quote, All Buddhas in the three existences attain Buddhahood between the ending of the hour of the ox after the hour of the rat and the beginning of the hour of the tiger. End quote. Gosha, page 1361. The ending of the hour of the ox after the hour of the rat means the death of the identity of the Daishonin as a common mortal at the stage of Myoji. This, therefore, was expressed by the word beheaded. The beginning of the hour of the tiger means the birth of the original Buddha at the very beginning of the remotest past, since the Daishonin's body and the Buddha's land are two but one. The Daishonin stated, quote, Every place where Nijiren suffers persecutions is the Buddha land. Japan within the Saha world, Sagami province within Japan, in Kataze of Sagami province, Atatsunakuchi in Kataze is where Nichiren's life remains. Since he gave his life for the sake of the Lotus Sutra, Tatsunakuchi may be called the land of tranquil light. Herein, the Daishonin expounds that Tatsunakuchi is the Buddha's land, and the Daishonin himself is the Buddha's body. These two points demonstrate that Nichiren is the true Buddha. The Daishonin awakened to the fact that he was the reincarnation of Bodhisattva Jugyo after invoking the five or seven characters of the Daimoku for the first time on April 28th in the fifth year of Kensho, he continuously condemned the heretical schools and doctrines and remonstrated with the sovereign. 
As a result, the three powerful enemies appeared. By physically living every passage of the Lotus Sutra, the Daishonin proved himself to be the votary of the Lotus Sutra, as predicted by Shakyamuni Buddha. The truth of the Lotus Sutra was proven. Finally, the Daishonin revealed his true identity as the original Buddha of Kwan Ganjo, while seated at the execution site at Tatsunakuchi. Let us review the revealing of the Daishonin's true identity at Tatsunakuchi. The common mortal nature and from the outward appearance of Bodhisattva Jogyo is revealed to be the inner self-awakened original Buddha of the remotest past. In other words, the common mortal Nichiren is spontaneously revealed to be the Buddha of intrinsically perfect wisdom. Therefore, before this revelation, we may consider the true identity of common mortal Nichiren to be Bodhisattva Jogyo. However, after the revelation, it is quite clear that Nichiren is the true Buddha, and Bodhisattva Jogyo is only the outward appearance and their provisional identity. Naturally, after this revelation, the name of this person changed from Bodhisattva Jogyo to Nichiren. The name of Nichiren is the true status and reality thereafter. Furthermore, the phrase, excuse me, furthermore, the quote, phase of conquering devils, end quote, one of the eight phases of a Buddha's existence, is the one of the indispensable events for the enlightenment of Buddhas in the three existences. At the execution site at Tatsunakuchi, the three powerful enemies appeared. The Daishonin was about to physically read with his entire life the 29 verse section of the 42 Kanji 13th chapter. The devil of the sixth heaven himself had intended to kill the Daishonin there. However, the magnificent dignity of the Daishonin vanquished the devil, and the Buddha body of the remotest past was revealed. The soul expounded in the opening of the eyes was the soul of the true Buddha at the very beginning of the remotest past. The Tatsunakuchi persecution was the unveiling of the Daishonin's provisional identity of Bodhisattva Jogyo and the revelation of his true identity as the original Buddha of the remotest past. The status of the Daishonin caused even the execution site at Tatsunakuchi to reveal the Buddha's land. In his commentary on the Great Concentration and Insight, Guketsu, Miyalo states, quote, When the time of enlightenment accords with the original principle, the body and the heart are omnipresent in the universe. End quote. Before his banishment to Sado Island, Nichiren Daishonin stayed at Ichi in Sagami province for more than 20 days. The day before he was to leave for Sado Island, on October 9th, Nichiren Daishonin inscribed the Gohonzon for the first time. It would be the manifestation of the fact that his inner self-awakened realization was that of the true Buddha. The Tatsunakuchi persecution was the most significant persecution in the Daishonin's life. It signified the revelation of the true identity of Nichiren Daishonin, the true Buddha. As disciples and believers, let us express our heartfelt gratitude for the courageous and strenuous efforts made by Nichiren Daishonin. Amnyo <laughs> Top.
Thank you for joining me for another power-packed chapter of the Doctrines and Practices in Eastern Shoshu. If you have a question, please call the temple. They can answer your questions. I have questions all the time. I call almost every day just to ask a question. And even if they can't answer it right then and there, I like that. Because that means they're actually thinking about it. They want to get the right answer. Because there is a right answer, folks. In the Soka Gakai, they say, oh, you should get guidance from this person. Oh, you should. And whoever can talk to you long enough to get you to lay off the question, <laughs> especially if they can't answer it with the made-up version of the story of the Kedah Fidr, it's interesting. I mean, I, I, I've done studies in hypnosis and meditation and self-guided meditation and things like that. One of the ways to hypnotize somebody is confusion. Yeah, you confuse somebody enough and they go into a trance. It's not just on the cartoons, folks. <laughs> Where someone's talking and the person just goes into a trance. <laughs> There's what? Relaxation, shock, and confusion. Those are the three main ways people are put into a trance. I mean, trance, a trance-like state isn't very uncommon. You, you go to a trance when you're reading a book, when you're at a stoplight. That's why you want to be careful what you have on the radio. It's just kind of like feeding into your, your mind. But, you know, even if the radio is that influential, then what about the scroll you're chanting to to attain Buddhahood? That needs to be the one that you think it is. Not the one you're told it is. Do some research. Ask some questions. Because, because uh, otherwise it's like a box of demons and desires. I mean, are you chanting to get what you want? Or you know, or are you chanting for Kosunrufu to spread the Daigo Honzon's influence of peace over the world? They're very different effects, I'll tell you that. Thank you for joining me on another episode, and I hope you liked it and it helped. For those of you wanting the numbers for the temples, Nichiren Shoshu Temples in the United States. We have the Southwest Region, Nyohoji Temple, 1401 North Crescent Heights Boulevard, West Hollywood, California, 90046. Telephone 323-656-2888. We have the Northeast Region, Nyosetsuji Temple, 14363 Beach Ave, Flushing, New York, 11355. Phone number 718-961-7269. We have the Pacific Region, Honseiji Temple, 44668, Kaneohe Bay Drive, Kaneohe, Hawaii, 96744. Phone number 808-235-8486. Northwest Region, Myoshinji Temple, 2631, Appian Way, Pinole, California, 94564. The phone number is 510 222-8372 The Southeast Region Nyosenji Temple 310 University Boulevard West Silver Springs, Maryland 20901 Phone number 301-593-9397 And last one on my list but not the least Midwest Region Myogyoji Temple P.O. Box 403 West Chicago, Illinois 60186 
0403, phone number 630-293-5235. You can also go to nst.org and or visit Nitrin Shoshu Temple at nst.org. There's all kinds of cool stuff. There's a walkthrough of an exhibit of the 800 year anniversary of the advent of the founder. There's worlds of things to engage and learn about. Ready, set, go and go.